Welcome everyone to the Ove Torah Daf Yomi Shur. Today's Shur is Daf Lamed Dalad. We will be beginning on Daf Lamed Gimul Amur Bet. Says the Gemara says as follows: Rav Acha Barav Ina told Rav Chista that we assumed that the the juice in the grape was Mifkad Pkidi. And, which means that it's a separate entity, and it has its own, there's a fruit, and there's the juice of the fruit, Mifkat Pidi. And his proof that he brought was from the fact that these grapes are considered tahor. If we have a tamemet who's squeezed, we, we, we brought a case of a tamemet who squeezed an olive or a grape, and if he squeezed exactly the size of a of a kabetza, which is not mikabel tumah, it's tahor. Now, the fact that he touched it should make it tameh, and the fact that it doesn't make it tameh is a proof that the juice in the grape is mifkar pkidi. We wanted to say, okay, and it's a separate entity, and the grape could be tameh, but the juice is not tameh. The Rav Chista said back, not necessarily. Oh, that that was the that was the com, that was the comeback of Rav Chista. So Amar Rav Chista, so Rav Chista, no, Hachamayaskino over there. The case, what are we dealing with? We're dealing with a case. Anavim shelo hukshru. Talking about grapes that were not hukshad. They never got wet, and since they never got wet, they never got um, uh, prepared to get tumah, and therefore, since they're not prepared to get tumah, therefore. The grapes themselves are not tameh. It's not necessarily a proof about what's in it. Mark, you, you, could I get you clued in? Are you clued or no? Yeah. Okay, so again, you have a grape. There's two ways to look at it. We could say that the liquid in the grape is part of the grape, okay. and therefore, when the grape gets tameh, so does the liquid inside. Or we could say, no, the liquid is a separate entity. It's just being stored there, right. but it's not, it's not part of the grape, and therefore, when the grape gets tameh, the liquid is not tameh. Okay, and we wanted to prove that it's a separate entity because of the fact that we see that a tamemet could touch it and it doesn't get tamemet. Answers well, no, not necessarily. We're talking here. Rav Chista said we're talking about anavim and then he says, "I'll prove it to you." Because if you don't say that what I said that it wasn't lo hokshu, how did Tanya listen? We learned in the Brayta. We mentioned that if you have grapes, there's no heter for hasaka, there's no heter to light it. It's not lightable, flammable, and you're not allowed to eat it. But it is possible to eat it. Why don't we say by chuma also? If you have chuma that got tameh, why do we say that chuma of grapes that got tameh? It's impossible to eat. You should be able to eat them as long as you squeeze them less than a kabitza. It should not be able to get the tameh. Because if you, right? If, if it's as you claim that, that when it gets tameh, the grapes don't get tameh, just squeeze it less than, why do we say that chuma, that's tameh, of a grape, has to be destroyed. There's nothing to do with it. What do you mean? I could drink, let, let the coin go and squeeze it and have less than a kabbat, less than a kabbat. Amarava, 
It's a gezerah, we're afraid that if we allow you to leave these grapes around, which are, this is by the way we're up to yesterday, if we allow you to leave the grapes around, which are less than a kabetzah, which you're going to only squeeze less than a kabetzah, maybe a guy might go pop a grape in his mouth. As we're going to store these, a guy's got a, let's say a guy's got two cases of grapes that got tameh, tenuma grapes. And he says, oh, I'm going to throw them out. He says, I can't throw them out. It's, it's true. I can still use it. I'm going to store them and use them and squeeze them less than a kabbatah. Okay. And then this kid walks down, walks down the street, his grandkid, and says, oh, I'm hungry. Let me take a few grapes to Nashon. And then he did Averah because he's eating Tirumah Temeah. So, so you, really, I can tell you that it is Pakid Pakid. And it doesn't get Temeh. Mifkar Pakid. And it doesn't get Temeh. And... Uh, you want to know why we don't why we don't let you do that? Why we call it to me? We say you have to get rid of it because we don't let you keep it out. It's a gizira because we might eat it. Are we really worried about such a thing? Didn't we learn in a brighter? You let a light a fire with the bread of. Shemen with the bread or the shemen of Trumadekatame. So you see that you're allowed to leave bread around that's being used as firewood, as fuel. Or you're allowed to leave oil around to be used as fuel. So how are you allowed to leave the oil around? Why aren't we worried that someone's going to pass by and take a bite of the bread or or or, or dip his uh, dip his feta cheese into the into the olive oil? Says the Gemara. So he told him, Pat Zarikle ben the answer is you're right. We are worried about the olive oil also. But in the bread, there's a way to do it. If you take the bread and you put it in, if you throw it with the wood of the firewood, so then no one's going to touch it. And also, when it comes to the Shemin Shuma, we put it in a klimaus, in an earthenware container that already got yucky. And therefore, no one's going to use it for their salad. They'll only use it for lighting because it's in a yucky container. But otherwise, you're right. Really, he wants to claim that it's really Mifkat Pakid. And, and we are, it's all a Gezerah. And by Shemen and Truma, it's not, not, we're not, we're not worried because Shemen and Pat, we're not worried because they put it in a special situation where you're not, we're not worried that you're going to mess with it. Gufa. Okay, we mentioned before, Madlikin bepat ubeshem shetumat etimet. You light a light with, you light a light of fire with bread or shemen of truma dekatame. Says Gemara, Abaye Amar Meshmed Chizkia. Abaye says the name of Chizkia. Berava Amar Deber Bitzik Bamrata Amar Vuna. Lo shanu ela bepat. We only said by bread. Avachiti. But if you have wheat kernels, that wheat kernels don't get yucky. Lo. Because we're afraid that maybe someone might eat them. Maybe you'll throw wheat kernels by the with with the atzeh hasaka with the firewood, and they won't get ruined. They'll get nice, and then the guy might pass by and say, "Oh, it's a nice wheat kernel. I'll eat it." And that's what we're worried about because it's tumatimah. disagrees. He says even wheat, it's okay. Why are we worried that maybe there'll be a, a pitfall through it? Kedam Ravashi, we go like Ravashi. Why? What does Ravashi say? Turn to Lamadalamadalf. Bishelikta Ume Ista. We're talking about a case 
that they got the the wheat kernels. Normally, wheat kernels are a problem, but here we boiled up the wheat kernels and we threw it. After boiling, we threw it among the wood, and they got yucky. So our case also is that you boiled it and it got yucky. Says the Gemara, and therefore that's why we're not worried about wheat kernels, and that's why you squeeze. Hey. Says Where was the statement of Rashi? When, when the, we started off with the Shalikdom so we said, just like Ravashi always says, w- 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 the case was that you boiled it and it got yucky. Okay, so in our case also we'll explain it like that. What was the original case? Where was that come from? Dear Ravashi. Aha, it's on this. Abba Shaul used to used to knead the dough in Rebbe's house. And they would heat up his hot water using wheat kernels of Tnuma de Gatame. So in Rebbe's house, they used it. La Isa and he would use the hot water to knead dough. That was Tahor for Rebbe. And he's still not worried that maybe the wheat will touch the dough and make it Tameh. Why wasn't he worried? How could Rebbe do such a thing and he's not worried that maybe it'll get Tameh? Was he Kohen? I'm Ashi. You know, Rebbe's not a Kohen, no. But Rebbe was not a Kohen. However, Rebbe... And many, many, and almost all the Tanaim were makbid that even though they eat chulin, they're not eating truma, they only eat a petahora. Only eat things that are tahor. Halakhi, they don't have to do it. It's a chumrah that Rebbe was makbid. But see, you see that Rebbe did it, and Hakim is not worried. And Amaravashi, Ravashi answers, again, the same idea. They boiled it, and then it got, yuck, and it got yucky. And therefore, since it was yucky, even in Rebbe's house, they weren't worried that maybe. A, a takala, a pitfall will come through it. Says the Gemara. Abaye Barbin, Rechanina Barbin, Tanu, Tinumot Beraba. They learned Meseches Trumas by Raba. Pagabu Behu Raba Barbatna. Raba Matna met them. Amaluhu, Mayamritu, Betrumot Bemor. So what did they teach in Raba's, when, when you learn Trumas by Raba, let me hear what, what, the, what are the Chidushim over there? Amrule, they told him, Umay kashlach, well, what, what question do you have about Truma? Amalahu, so he told him, Tanan, we learned, Shtilte Trumot. If you have Shtile, which is like um, shoots of Truma, Shnitme'o, they got Tameh, Vishtaltan Birkarka. And you put them in the ground, and you, you uh, in the olden days, people would would very often store root stock in the ground, which means the way to keep vegetables um, fresh without a refrigerator was to store it in a root cellar. Sometimes, when you put it in the roots in, in the ground, it would the, the item that you're storing would start growing roots as if as if to grow, to regrow again. Okay, so 
from getting tamer. So if you plant, if you actually plant them, then they become not the tahor from they can't be tamer other things. And you're not allowed to eat them. So the more again, yeah, I had a tamer item, these trumot. Like, let's say, a cabbage or other things, right? <coughs> and it got tamer. Now, once you stuck it in the ground and, and it starts bringing roots, so now you planted it now. Yeah. Now it became a plant, and now it's tahor. But you're still not allowed to eat it. And his question was, this is the question he's asking these two rabbis who went to Rabbi's house. He says, if you learned by him, could you explain to me why you can't eat it? Once you say it's tahor from being tameh, what's the story about eating it? After all, again, I have a I have a cabbage here, Mark. Right? It's tameh. I put it in the ground. Once the roots come out, oh, it's tahor now. Okay, it's tahor now. Now, if it's tahor, so then why can't I eat it? It's now new. So Abaya Barbin told him, Haki This is what Abba says. My asurin, asurin lezarin. When we said it's asur, we don't mean it's asur because it's tamet truma. Tamet truma, you're not allowed to eat. Really, this truma is not tamer. It became, it became tahor, but it's still truma. You understand? So Rabba said, when we, so when we said it's asur, it doesn't mean it's asur for kohanim. Kohanim could eat it. Yisraelim can eat it. So it, it kept its truma designation, but it lost its tamer designation. Why? My kamashman, what's the, what's the chidush? Are you coming to teach me that gidule truma is truma? You want to tell me that something that grows out of truma is truma? Tanina, we already know that in the Mishnah. The Mishnah says, gidule truma truma. Maybe you'll answer me that, that our Mishnah is coming to teach you that gidule gidulin. What grows from what grows on truma is also truma. We know that. What does it teach us in something where where its seed doesn't stop, something that continues? We know that already. Hello, Tanya. We learned HaTevel. If you have Tevel, which is something you didn't separate Tiruma from, Giduloma If something grows on it, it's Mutar. If it's something that the seed does not stop, then everything that grows from is asur, and therefore we see that kiddulet shuma is like what it is. So ishtiku, they had no answer. Amrule, so they told him. Midi did you hear an answer? Amrule, he told him. says, my asurin. What does it mean that it's asur? Assume the Kohanim, the Asur the Kohanim, Hoyal the Ifsulule Behiseh Hadat. It's a new thing. He says the reason why they are Asur the Kohanim is because since the person, once you plant it into the ground, you took your mind off it. And Truma that you took your mind off of becomes Asur. Now, this is a new Chidush to us. We, Gemara has to clarify why is Truma that you took your mind off Asur. Should be okay. I'm always going to clarify that now. Switch the word around. What? Uh, we're now, this is a different, we didn't switch the words around. It's a different rabbi giving an answer. Okay? 
Rabbah had explained to them that it was a surah to Yisraelim. His, he, he knocked it off because he said it's not a chidush. He says, what's the chidush? The chidush is that it's a surah to Kohanim. Okay. A surah to Kohanim because once you planted the ground, you, you forgot about it. And the truma that you forgot about or was out of your mind becomes asur. So is it, is it the same if someone uh, plants a, a, a truma apple seed? Right. It would be the same, right. Yes, this same thing. Right. Anytime you, you, According to this, according to what we're saying now, it doesn't have to be truma tmea to be asur. Right. Any truma, any truma, any item, truma potato, and you plant it, and it starts growing roots. You forgot, you you, you took it off your mind. Hesechadat becomes asur. Now the gemara clarifies. Hanicha, this is cool. Leman Amar, according to the one who says hesechadat pasul hagufu, is a machloket. Why hesechadat is pasul by truma, and and by sacrifices. So truma and sacrifice. The rule is that if you take it out of your mind, it becomes asur. Now there's a machloket. Why is it because it's at, once you have once you take it out of your mind, it's pasul automatic as a special rule, or is it no? It's not that, that when you take it out of your mind, it's automatically asur. No, it's fine when you take it out of your mind. But maybe we're worried that something happened to it and it got pasul. And then what we're trying to now diagnose what's wrong with having it out of your mind, Mark. Does, is is what's wrong with having it out of your mind is. Well, oh, maybe maybe when the guy forgot about it, someone touched it and got a tameh. Or it's nothing to do with that. As soon as you, you have it out of your mind, even if it didn't get tameh, it's automatically no good. That's what we're trying to clarify. Okay? There's two opinions about it. So Gemara says, this that you said that our case is talking about, that it got planted as with the Kohanim, that's cool if you say it's Pasul Aguf. But what are you going to say, according to the rabbi? In other words, the rabbi who says that we're worried that maybe something happened to it, here there's nothing to worry about. Because once you plant it into the ground, it becomes tahor. So why would you worry when you plant it? Oh, I think I, I, think I lost you guys. You got that? Mark, you with me or no? When, when you plant this in the ground, it became tahor. So if hesachadat if works, that it's pasul on its own as soon as you forget about it, Okay, so this is the problem over here. Because you plant it, you, once you plant it, you're not thinking about using it. And therefore, it becomes fine. But if the problem is that when you take it out of your mind, we're afraid of Gatameh, we can't be afraid of this Gatameh. It's planted. And it's planted if they can't get Gatameh. Yeah. 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 I don't think Hezekhadat that means that you're thinking about it all day. If so, then all trim is no good. Hezekhadat means that you, that, that you put it, you, you decide to use it as a plant. Now, what's the machloket about Hesechadat? We learned. Hesechadat, to Yochan Omer, Psul Tumeahi. It's a Pasul of Tumah. Okay? Rabbi Shimon Mim Lakishim, Pasul Agufu. Rish Lakish says, no, Machloket is the one who says, it's Psul Agufu, and Yochan says Psul Tumah. Says the Gemara. Rabbi Yochan Omer, Psul Tumahu, Shim Yavor Al Yav Yitenenu, Shomino. What's the difference? Let's say Mashiach comes. And he comes and he tells you, oh, yeah, and Mashiach comes. He comes to meet Binyamin. And Binyamin tells him, Mashiach, we've been waiting for a long time. And you know why I'm, you know why I'm waiting for you? I have in my house a whole case of, of, of Truma grapes that I was a Sechadat. 
and I want to know, were they really Tameh or they're not really Tameh? Mashiach says, looks at the grapes, oh, these? Oh, they're Tahor. So Binyam says, okay, great, let's start eating them. Why? Because he holds that the Sechadat was because of... We didn't know. We didn't know. Rish Lakish holds that, uh, that if Eliyahu Navi comes and tells Binyamin that the grapes are Tahor, Binyamin still can't eat it. Because he holds that Sechadat is Bigufa Pasul. Not because we're afraid something happened, because it's, once you have Sechadat, it's automatically Pasul. That's Rish Lakish. So now we're going to go through a back and forth between Rabbi Yochanan and Rish Lakish. Eight Rabbi Yochanan and Rish Lakish. Israel Amar Lul Katan. If you, it says in the Beit Hamikdash that there was a small lul, a small ditch. Hayaben Keves Lamizbeach. There was in between the ramp and the Mizbeach. Keves on the west side of the ramp. That over there they would throw any chatat. Of an off, they got pasul. Right? Once they get pasul, they leave it there. V'ti'ubad suratan. They would leave it there until it goes overnight and gets becomes notar. Notar is a leftover command you can't use. Then And then after it got, became notar overnight, they would take it out to get it burnt. Because they felt like it wasn't proper to burn it right away. So these chatata off, they got pasul, for some reason, they felt like they don't want to burn it right away. They want to wait till it becomes no tar, and then they'll burn it. The Gemara wants to know, why should you? You really, normally, when something gets really pasul, you can burn it right away. Why were these pasule chatat waiting to be burnt? If you say, if you say, because we're worried that maybe it's tameh. If so, I understand. Maybe we'll say that this case of Chatat Of is that it got Pasul Behesachadat, which means I, I slaughtered the I slaughtered the the or the animal, and I was thinking to bring it to the Beit Hamikdash, and as I'm thinking to bring it to the Beit Hamikdash, I forgot about it for some reason. Whatever whatever Hesachadat I had for some reason, I don't know what how that happens exactly, and we're worried. Maybe it got Tameh, or maybe it didn't get Tameh. Okay? We're not sure if it got Tameh or not. And that's why we say, you leave it in the hole. This way we'll see, in case, maybe Eliyahu Ali will come today, and he'll let us know whether it's Tahor or not. And if he, and by the time tomorrow morning comes, Eliyahu Ali didn't come, it became no tar anyway, so we burn it anyway. So that makes sense according to this rabbi. But if you say automatically, we never say Chadat, it's automatically Pesul Aguf, why do I have to wait until this overnight until it becomes Zotar? Fatanya, didn't we learn? Zakal, this is the rule, turn to Lamadal Bet. Call Shibasua Goof, you stop me yad, bidam Ubalim. Anything Pasula Goof has to be burned right away. Whether it's Dam or whether it's Balim, whether it got Tamekos the Dam or because the, the owner died. I'm sorry. If it's pasul goof, then you do it right away. If it's pasul because of the dam, which means 
that let's say the the, the sometimes the korban get pasul if the blood spills, right? You store the you normally catch the blood of the korban in the thing. You have to if the blood got spilled, it gets pasul or balim or the owner died. Then two bars, so then you leave it viotzian and you leave it till the next day to bet So now you see that any mshul goof has you burnt right away. So. Why wouldn't we burn this right away? You see over here that everything is psula goof is burned right away. So if you hold that this is psula goof, you should burn it right away. Amale. <coughs> so Shlakir says back, Hi Tana, the Tana who wrote this Braita, Tana de Bey Rabbah the Amar Afilu Pigul, Mi'unan Ibotsura. He holds that even Pigul needs to wait till the next day. And that's who it is. And therefore, you don't have a question of me, because the author of your Brita was a rabbi who says that every, even Pigal, has to wait till the next day. And therefore, it's fine. It's still a goof. He holds the Pigal has to be burned right away, and the town of this Brita doesn't hold like that, and therefore, it's not a question. It's another question of Rish You hold Psula Goof? What about this case? It says, you have a Korban that got slaughtered. And then what happens? Nitma and it got tameh, or she nifsala basar, or the basar became pasul, or she had sachus lechalim, or you took the korban, he took it out of the Beth mikdash. Rabbi Zomer Yizrok, he says sprinkle blood anyway. Rabbi Shua Omer Lo Yizrok, Shua says don't don't sprinkle blood. Umoder Rabbi Shua Rabbi Shua agrees sheim zalak that if you did sprinkle blood, churza, then it worked. And it worked for for the for the for the, for the owner. My nifsal. What does it mean, nifsal? La hesekadat doesn't mean when we said nifsal. It must mean hesekadat because we gave you all the other cases. How can it get pasul? We, we, we said three things. We said nifsal, or left left, or or, or left chutzakilim. So we included everything in it, right? It got tameh nifsal. So nifsal must have been hesekadat. If you say that we're afraid they got tameh, hiding the mishkachala, that's how we can find the case. The tzitz that the tzitz can fix for you, because there's a rule that the tzitz of the kohen gadol that he wears on his forehead has the kapara for any tameh tuma in the bet mikdash. So, if you say that the the pesul means hesechadat, and then we can understand that's cool why the kohen gadol could fix it. And it could work for the guy. But if you say Hesechadat means it's actually Pasul, not that we're afraid it's Pasul, it's actually Pasul, then how does the seats help you? Seats can't help you for something like this. Seats doesn't help for a guy, for, for a Korban that has a Pasul Aguf. When we said the word Nifsal, we're referring to Nifsal with a Tvul Yom. A Tvul Yom is a guy who went to the Mikveh. And yet, he didn't wait till the nighttime yet. And he touched it. So he's still in a semi-state of Tumah. And that's what we meant in Nifsal. And that's how it gets fixed. Nifsal doesn't mean... Nifsal doesn't mean that it got Tamer through Hesachadat. Hesachadat, you're right, so a goof. This is talking about Nifsal from a Tvulyom. Iachi, hainu Tamer. So then why, do we, why would we say... If you look at the bright, the bright had three descriptions. Either the Korban got Tamer, or Pasul... Or went out of the Beit Hamikdash. So we, why would we say why would we say why would we say Tameh and Nifsal? If Nifsal means Tameh from Tulio, that's Tameh that we're saying Tameh twice. Mm-hmm. Says the Gemara, 
Trey Gavni Tumah. We're talking about two types of Tumah. You're right. Tameh and Psul means two types of Tumah. Either Tameh from a real guy or Tameh from a Tvul Yom guy. No, Tameh means stricter Tumah. Second Tameh is Tameh of Tvul Yom, we want to say. Yes. No, only the Rabbanan. It's the rice also. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Another way to explain. Kisalik, Rabin, when Rabin came, Actually, Salik means Rabin left. When Rabin left Eretzel, usually the Gemara talks about Ki Atarabin, when Rabin came. Now we're talking about Ki Salik Rabin, when Rabin left. So he said this sugya in front of Rabbi in Israel. Harab Shesha explains that it's talking about Hesechadat. When Rabbi heard this explanation that they said, he says, the Babylonians are fools. The Babylonian rabbis are fools that they explain the Mishnah this way. Pretty strong words. Because they live in a dark land, meaning because they don't live in Israel with us, they live in this dark land, so they're saying, Torah, that's dark. What does he mean? Lo didn't you hear what Rish Lakish says in the name of Rosia? It says, Mehachag, the water that's poured on the Mizbeach on Sukkot, Shnitma'u, the Katame, Hishikan, Tishan, if you connected it to the water that's on the ground, and then you poured it. You made it kodesh from the suchamaim teonim the taor hektishan va'akach hashkan. If you first got kadosh for the suchamaim and then you connected to the bit to the to the ground, timin the tameh. So let's clarify. Mechti zdiyaninu when you attach the water to the ground, that's the same as planting your tameh vegetable, right? What's the difference between a tameh vegetable that you plant into the ground and you say, oh, it has roots, automatically it's tahor, or the water that got tameh, and you touch it to the ground, and it gets tahor? Right? So if so, Why do I care what the order was? Who cares if I first attach it to the ground and get made a kadosh, or I made a kadosh and attach it to the ground? Alma we see, and ziriya lehektesh, Hachanami and Ziriyah Lektesh. And the Truma. You see, that Truma does not get fixed when it's attached to the ground. It doesn't make it mutatit. It's not mutatit, we're saying. That's what he's. In the Sukhamaim case, we said it only works when you attach it to the ground if you attach it to the ground before you makdish it. But once you makdish it, you can't fix it. So you see that hectic stuff doesn't get fixed by attachment to grounds. How does he attach water to the ground? Well, the way it works like this. You have a, 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 I had this basin of water, and it got tameh, the water got tameh. 
So if I take the water and I lower the water into the ground and it touches um, the water that's under the ground, I have a mikvah in the ground or a spring in the ground, and I take the the, the keli and I lower it into that. Now the water touches that. Now I pull it back up. Now it's tahor. It's hashka. Hashaka, we call it. Hashaka is actually done in mikvahs. Okay? In a mikvah, when they make a mikvah, they often have, they want to change the water every day. The person's wife goes to the mikvah. They don't, the wives don't want to go to a mikvah with water that's dirty. So they they have one kosher mikvah. And next to it, they'll have a, a, a refillable mikvah. Okay? They'll drain that mikvah out, stuff up the hole, clean it up every night, refill it up, and then unplug the hole to connect, to touch the two mikvah's waters. And this way, it becomes all hashakat. Okay? Now this hashaka, we're saying now, according to this rabbi, Rebirmia, does not work for kachim, because we see, right, that the water that we want to use on the Mizbech, when it, once it went, once it, was, once it was mukdash, was not fixable. Okay? Okay. Ravdimi sat and he said this, this Gimana. Amulu Abaya, so Abaya told him, When we said that you made the water holy, does that mean you made it holy by putting it in a klisharet with a kli of the Beth Mikdash? Aval, Bepe, Lo Avud Rabbanan Mala, Odima Bepe Nami Avud Rabbanan Mala. We're assuming over here that this that the rabbis don't let it get fixed when you attach it to the ground is the extra chumrah of the rabbis. And we want to know, did the rabbis make this chumrah only on, there's two different levels of making something, making the water holy. You can make the water holy with your mouth, or you can make the water holy really by putting it into a klisharet. So we know for sure the rabbis must have made it by making the water holy in klisharet. But also in the verbal declarations are the rabbi makbid. I'm a lesser, he told him back. Lo shamati, he says, I never heard. I heard something similar. If you have grapes, they got tameh. And then you made you made them holy for for for, for wine. Tehonin. Let's see the case again. Okay. You have grapes that got holy. And if you if you press them and then you made them hektesh, right? They're tahor. The juice came tahor. Hektishan, if you first made them holy. Obviously, by, by the way, obviously this means that we're holding that it's that that uh the the juice in the grapes is not part of the grape. Otherwise, there's no way to do this. Hiktishan, If I first made the grapes holy, the then I then I press them, then the tameh. Why? Because the rabbis don't want they, they don't want to be lenient and say this rule that we said about the grapes that the wine is in it. We want we want we don't want any, to use that rule for uh, 
for the Beit Hamikdash, we don't want anyone to make leniencies with korbanot. So we don't let you do. We don't let you follow that rule. I guess less than Kabbatah. But, but the rabbis are stricter by Korbanot, so they're not letting that rule happen. Okay? The grapes, the only way to make them holy is with your mouth, because grapes never go in, in Bet HaMikdash Kelim. And still, the rabbis still were strict. So you see that the water also will be a, will be a, a strictness to the rabbis, even if it was Bepeh, not just if it was in a Kelim. Amar Yosef says back to him, Anavim kamai, you're talking about grapes? Hagmarim shal truma askinan. He wasn't talking about uh, sacrificial grapes. He's talking about truma grapes. The kushar petidu, kushar keli damia. Haval hani dibai keli, hubelo avudam ramala. He wants to say no. He wants to say that the case that you were talking about was really talking about truma. Now, truma, there is no way to make it holy by putting it in a vessel. The only way to make it holy is by declaring it holy. And therefore, the, 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 the comparison case of declaring something holy is putting, is putting it in a keli, right? So therefore, it could be that the rabbis are only strict by a keli, okay? And they're not strict by declaring. And th- that's by water. And when it comes to, to Truma, where there is no keli, then the rabbis are strict by declaring. Because that's the, the declaring. You, you know what I said? You got that or no? Um, I think so. Well, again, by Truma, the only way to make something Truma is to declare a Truma. Yeah. By water, to make it for, for the Nisucha Maim, there's two ways to do it. You could put it in the keli of the Bet Mikdash, or you could declare it. We were trying to clarify if they both were strict on both of them. We thought we could bring a proof from this case. And what I was saying, since in this case it's talking about truma, and the only way to do it is declaring it, so the declaring is, is the, the comparison case would be putting in a keli, and therefore declaring by water, we don't know if, it's, if it, it could still be okay. We could still be lenient on that one. Good. Okay. Okay, we're going to stop over here. We're, we're at the word darkan vafilutuva. Okay, four lines in the bottom of Lama Dal Amur Bet. Baruch Adunai Le'olam, Amen Amen.